Hey ladies, welcome to another episode of the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Super excited to talk to you guys today. We are going to be discussing goal setting. So stick with me. We're going to be able to talk about um, what we've accomplished in 2021, what we want to be able to accomplish in 2022, and how to do that in the best way possible that honors everyone in our lives. So stick with me. This is going to be a good one. Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. All right. Well, you know what? It is October 15th. I am here in Dallas and I am looking back at 2021 and we have now been, you know, I mean, everybody kind of talks about it, but off and on um, through this whole COVID thing now for a year and a half. And I think we've seen that business has changed. People have changed. The way that we communicate has changed. How we deal with our team changed. How we deal with clients has changed. How we as salespeople approach our, our clients. Everything has changed. And with that, we've changed. Business has changed, right? So I think as we did some goal setting for 2021, back at October, November of 2020, we were thinking that everybody, we were so excited that 2020 was going to be over. I think we maybe created these huge goals for 2021 because we'd all been locked up for so many months. And now as we are coming to the end of this year for 2021, it is interesting to say, what have we learned? What are we taking with us into 2022? How have we changed and how can we be even better? So that's what I want to be able to chat about. I did create a podcast. um, I can't remember exactly when it was. It was like November or December last year about what I personally wanted to be able to achieve this year. And this is a follow-up to that podcast because I want to be really transparent and authentic here because whether or not people are working in an agency, if they're in sales, if they're thinking about opening an agency, if they are, you know, working in, 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 you know, those key positions with support, with sales, with management, any of those things, we need to keep some fundamental truths in mind as we go out there and embrace a new year. Um, I did mention previously, life has changed quite a bit. And you guys are going to learn here over the next couple of weeks that a lot has changed for me a lot this year in a lot of different ways, a lot more recently than others. And I may or may not go into that. As you kind of listen, I may talk about it. Um, it's still very raw. So I do believe in authenticity, though. And I want to be really, really honest because I think as women, we need to feel like we have each other's backs. And I think we can't do that unless we are authentic. So I am going to kind of lay out um, what my year has been like in 2021, what the goals I've achieved, the goals I have not achieved. And I'm going to be super honest about that. And maybe even why I did or did not achieve those. And maybe even how I've dealt with one or two things that have been surprises. So um, that's kind of where I want to get started today. If you go back to the 2021 goal setting podcast, got a bit off, I think a little bit more than I could chew, right? I was coming off of purchasing an agency down in Austin, super excited about it. And I, I, it's been a wonderful year. We actually 
um, next week are going to be at the one year from that for October 23rd. So probably right about this time that this podcast comes out. That's kind of fun. That's kind of fun. Um, but with that, I inherited 14 members, two, uh, two account managers, CSRs, and uh, two support staff. One was part-time. One was, uh, both of them were part-time. Both of my support staff were part-time. And um, the other two were full-time. And my goals last year were really around merging the two businesses as far as, or the two locations as far as logos, um, visual to the, the world, as well as on the same platform for management systems, phone systems, and all of that. That was really as far as the merger goes. Um, and of course, the process of the merger, right? Getting together with all the carriers, letting everybody know everything, all of that, right? Navigating all the finances, everything. And that that is one of my goals for last year. Another one of my goals was that I wanted to hire six team members for sales specifically. So we were going to go ahead and do that. And I will give you an update on that process here in just a little bit. And I had specific sales goals that if I was able to accomplish that, that we would have, we would have met this year. So those are really what my major goals were this past year. I also on a personal level, um, wanted to be able to update my home as far as some of our furnishings, um, my kids are, of course, older. They are officially adults. They've been officially adults for a while at 28 and 23. But, you know, at some point you need a new couch. You need some things kind of updated. So that was kind of what I wanted to do as well. And um, also on a personal level, I just wanted to spend a little bit more time with my family. I felt that because we had been very locked up because of COVID, we really wanted to be able to get together more, even if it was just at home, a little family jaunt vacation type thing, which we had not done the year before. Um, my husband and I have four grown children. Um, they're 35, 32, 28, and 23. So that was one of our goals this year too. So those were, those were our big goals for the year. <laughs> Y'all are completely gonna laugh. I achieved probably 50% of those. So my husband and I talked about this and he says that if you actually achieve all your goals, then you didn't make them big enough. So I'm going to take that into consideration that I made them big enough. So as far as the acquisition goes, and I don't want to drag everybody into my goals, but I, it just really kind of goes into where I'm going as far as the philosophies and everything moving forward. So stick with me. As far as the acquisition goes, we lost two team members this year just to life situations. One um, wanted to go full-time at a position. I was not in a position to give her that. So she found another position somewhere else, which is great. I love her for doing that. Another lady felt that um, she wanted to be an exclusive CSR for commercial insurance agent. So she went and did that. That was one of my full-time account managers. So I took us down to one account manager in that other location and one support staff. So that's fine. That's great. We actually had to take some time to kind of figure out who was doing what and how we can kind of regroup each other's jobs to support each other. So that was a little bit of a learning curve there. Then we rebranded. We got our websites up and running, which was great. We um, were able to connect with clients, carriers, all that. Everything was great. Um, and then we did merge platforms as far as management systems. So we've done all of that. So that was really, really huge. We're not 110% done with that yet. 
we will be cutting off the other management system by the end of the year. So that's my goal. So that goal, I feel like, has gone well. We did not merge phone systems, though, um, which is one of the things I wanted to do. We tried it. It did not work well. Um, with the new company, we were actually going to, I was thinking about moving everybody to, and I was going to pilot them on that. But that didn't work well. So we backed out. No problem. I wanted to be able to say a lot of that because I want you to hear that because something didn't work, it didn't mean we failed. A lot of people think that whenever they create goals, that if they don't achieve the goals, that they have failed. And I want you to hear all the things we did do, but we didn't do all of them. That doesn't mean we failed. It just means we didn't accomplish all of them. And some of them were a lot bigger than I expected. And like I said, we have personality or personnel changes and something I didn't expect. And we've been able to pivot. And I think that's been fabulous. So I'm going to take that as a success. Um, and I think we have a really great relationship with all the team members in that location. It is three hours away from uh, me where I live. And we've been able to make that work really well, too. So I do want to say that we've done really, really well with that. Um, and then we also wanted to hire six team members, three in each location. I hired one in the Austin location and I hired uh, three in the Dallas location. Um, only one of them has stuck due to various reasons. Um, and so the other is just our working styles just did not work as well together, which is fine. Um, I do have a little bit more of a hands-off methodology with my team members because I don't believe in micromanaging. I do feel like I'm here. We have our weekly check-ins. How can I help you? Blah, blah, blah. But it's... Um, I believe that people need to ask for what they want and what they need and what they're working on. And with that, then I do hold them accountable to the goals that they have said they want to be able to accomplish. But I'm not a micromanager that needs to be in the middle of everybody's stuff all the time. So that can be kind of challenging for certain people. So I know I have a lot of room to grow in that area to help them be more successful as I hire on salespeople. But um, that's that's something I've just I've learned this year. But I worked really hard to play big in that arena, and with the other things I was doing with the rebranding and the two locations, it got to be hard to manage. And one one specific salesperson had just a lot of needs that um, were not expressed to me, and they were made more in the sense of a demand. And I don't work well with that, and so. I just laid back to let it kind of calm down. And in the process, this person decided they were not supported and decided to leave. So that was fine. Um, but I did learn a lot through that process. So again, when we look at our goals, think of them as learning experiences, right? Um, as far as personal stuff, uh, I did get the opportunity to, we, we, we took our kids over uh, Memorial Day to Broken Bow. We didn't know for sure what COVID was going to offer. So we took all, all four kids and spouses and everybody to Broken Bow, rented a pontoon boat, sea dues. It was awesome. It was a fabulous vacation, truly relaxing. And um, I really did not engage, well, we, we, were, we were mostly shut down anyway, but I took Friday off. I did not engage with my team over that time. And actually, we took a couple days before that off because of my birthday and my husband's birthday. I forgot about that. 
And um, then we went to Broken Bow as a family. So I was off for an entire week and I really didn't even engage with my team a whole lot. So that was really awesome because they stood on their own two feet a lot more. And I took an additional step back from needing to be in the middle of everything. So that was a huge success for me. So hear what I'm saying that I think sometimes whenever we create these goals, that we create a self-judgment environment, that we want that promotion at our at our agency or at our corporation or our job, that we want to make certain sales goals, certain hiring goals. We make goals that if we don't, quote unquote, achieve them, then we feel for some reason we failed. And I really want to challenge everybody to be able to say, instead of saying, what are our goals? Maybe we have goals, but we also take into consideration what do we want to learn for the year going forward? Who do we want to be at the end of the year? Because we are people that are growing and evolving, whether or not, like I And I always say that this podcast isn't just for agency owners. I know that I take it from that perspective probably more than I should. But whether or not we are in sales, whether or not we are in, you know, service, we can always step up our game all the time. I've taken a couple more CIC classes, very close to finishing that. Um, I'll have that finished by June is my goal for that. Again, if it's July or August, who cares, right? It just is what it is. Um, we have made our financial goals for the year. We've made our, um, our, a lot of our branding, a lot of our merging of systems goals for the year. Those are all progress. I learned a ton in the process, tons about my management system, tons about my team, tons about my learning, my management style. Oh, that is huge. Um, I've learned a lot about letting go and letting my team, which is huge. Um, And I think that the three quarters that we've been through this year have been a rampant success. I think they've been a rampant success. I've handed off things. I have, um, I did hire on two new virtual assistants to be able to help me with some of the office operations type stuff. So that way I could step back a little bit more. And I will tell you that, um, and and I, I guess I'll go there. I'm, I'm, I'm still very um, sensitive in this area. So I'm only going to touch on it. That October 13th, I went down for the, um, I went down for the, um, for a conference in San Antonio. And um, I got a call at 12, 18 a.m. that my son had passed away and that he had had a heart attack. And he had, and I think if you guys listen to my other podcast previous, that my um, my son had a medical situation and I really just barely even touched on it. Um, back in 28, 2014, he had a medical situation that we thought everything was fine with. We thought everything was great. We thought he was over all those challenges. Um, that was when he was 20. And uh, 22, uh, when he turned 26, of course, he was off of his dad's medical insurance and all that. He could not be on the parents' medical insurance. He did um, He did have a, a little doctor's appointment in there and everything looked fine. Um, and we we all just settled into life. And um, turns out that it was just his time. And I'm not going to go a whole lot further into that just because right now I can't. But as far as my team goes, um, 
my team, I, I called them and just said, I'm out. I, I just said, I, I, I don't have anything. Don't, I mean, unless something's burning down, don't, please don't reach me. Talk to each other, support each other, call the carriers, do what you need to do to figure things out. And they did. They did. And I was out for a full week and a half with just barely checking in, making sure payroll got ran and a couple of other things that were on the management scope that I had to get taken care of. Um, but I mean, my son's father flew in, his sister flew in. We took care of everything for my son. We loved on the family. The family loved on us and it was awesome. And because I have been in that process of releasing and saying, I'm not going to micromanage. I'm not going to be that hovering business owner. I want to empower my team. I want to have salespeople that are autonomous, that that we support them and they they achieve their goals in life. Not like me saying, hey, it's 901, where are you, right? I don't want to be that person. I don't want to track time off. I don't want to to do those things. And when I had to ask my team to take over and step up, they did. And that for me has been a really big goal over the course of the last few years. I feel like they did an amazing job. Now we did identify a couple holes in communication, which we need to plug, but I think that they were able to figure it out enough that they know and they recognize that. And they figured it out on their own, which is huge. Um, and I'm amazingly proud of them. And uh, they have allowed me to take the time that I've needed. And when someone loses a child, um, and he's 28, he wasn't necessarily a child, but he's my child. Um, that's a lifelong thing. That is something that will be forever. That around Christmas or Thanksgiving or his birthday, I will need time off for. But my team knows that I have their back and I have their back and they have mine. And I know that they have mine, which makes us a team. And when we hire people in sales, if we hire people in service, if we, if we have team members with us, we need them to be the right seats on the bus. We need the right butts in the right seats on the bus. Sorry, I said that wrong. Because when things happen, and they will happen, we need to make sure that we have people who will step up, right? To do and continue our mission, continue who we are. And I think that that is a really big goal for a lot of people. I know my team wants time off. We have gone to a virtual agency structure. And this year that was kind of uh, tested a little bit. I had a team member who had some challenges with the ice storms back in February here in Dallas, her apartment flooded and she moved in with her, with a family member and was just, you know, the, the lack of privacy dealing with having to drive 45 minutes to get her kid to school and, um, just trying to, you know, all of her furniture had been destroyed and just all of the drama with all that was just so overwhelming at one point. She just came to me and said, I need to go home to be with family. And that was in Chicago. And 
she just said, I need just some time to reset. And she said, I want to go back to Chicago for two weeks. And her son was going to go back and see his father for two weeks. She said, I want to work. I'm going to be working. All my family has to work during the day anyway. But I just, I just need to go and we're pretty much virtual. So can I just do that? My first gut reaction in my brain was, no, you have to work here in Dallas. But the reality was, why? Why could she not answer the phone from our Ring Central app on our phones from Chicago and work off her laptop just as easily as she could do it in Dallas? We had moved to pretty much a virtual agency structure anyway. So if I wanted to be able to go and see my daughter in Denver, or go on a vacation, and if I wanted to be able to check in and work, um, even though those are a little bit more of time off type situations where I work, you know, a quarter of the time, not a whole amount of the time. Why, if I wanted to say that if a child of mine gets sick or something happens, that if I want to work from a hospital room, or if I want to work from some other place, if I choose to do that, I have the freedom to do that. Why did I get this pit in my stomach of the idea of offering that to my team. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. That's one of those things when this situation came up, I was like, girl, uh uh-uh, this is authenticity. This is real. We are going to do, we are going to give what we expect them to give us. I'm going to give that to them. And I had to step up to the plate in that. So I think one of my goals was team building, of course, with multiple locations. Um, I know that our team member down in Austin has had some challenges this year as well. We've been super flexible with her getting all the things she needed to have done done. She has stepped up to the plate as well, just with everything that she's done on her end. And I have to say that we as a team are better today because we've been authentic. We've been vulnerable with each other and we've worked together. That is a huge goal that we have achieved this year. So even if I didn't hire six people and I didn't end up with three, two or three amazing salespeople at the end of the day, I have one that is doing a very, very good job. Super excited to have her on the team, but I didn't end up with the number that I really wanted, right? If that didn't happen, it didn't happen. But the reality is we've accomplished so many other things that today on October 15th, I want to celebrate my team. I want to celebrate what we've achieved this year. We've started the um, the program with agency performance partners, with the uh, call team, with uh, the care calls. I call them care calls um, with annual reviews. So we have created pre-call sheets. We've got the virtual assistants putting a lot of those together. And then we have the account managers making phone calls. Literally, as we were starting to review that process was when my son Jeffrey passed away. So um, I have not been able to really regroup in that. So um, that is something that I need to 
follow back up on. Um, we also had simultaneously to when my son passed, we had one of our virtual assistants who went about one of our key virtual assistants ended up with COVID and her children ended up uh, sick. So she was out for a little bit. I was out for a little bit. So the office w- went from, you know, six people working to four people working and it got a little hairy, not really hairy, but it just got a little bit to where people had to kind of punt. So with that, we're catching up on a lot of this, but we're continuing with our projects with the agency performance partners, with the uh, review call for retention reviews. Um, we are re-engaging with all the projects that we've had, all of our meetings, but we're giving each other the love and the grace in our lives. And I think that's huge. And I'm honored that even though we didn't achieve all our goals this year, we achieved most of them. We also wanted to get more into commercial insurance. I was able to get into the Liberty Mutual program this year. Um, I think you heard last week, week before last, Amy Bryan came on and she was my commercial coach for that, right? My accountability coach. We would meet every week. I have fallen in love with that girl. She is amazing. And she's taught me so much about commercial insurance and marketing and getting into how to be able to grow our agency towards a uh, commercial rounding that we didn't have. We actually also ended up one of the top producers for commercial insurance uh, for a third quarter for our cluster for Liberty Mutual. So that's a really small little niche. I get that. For Liberty Mutual, though, for our cluster, we were the top performer. So super excited about that, even though we didn't have the six salespeople, right, or even four, that we ended up doing really, really well and teaching our team some commercial, doing some amazing projects this year, and we've stayed the course. So, ladies, as we are in Q4, as we look at 2022, think about what we want and really dig deep for that. Because these these businesses, these careers are our careers. And I know my good friend Beth De La Forest at... Um, Aspire Insurance up in Minnesota. Love, love, love her. She has done a great thing where she asks her team, and I did this last year too, and I didn't do as much with it as I wanted to. Baby steps, right? Um, That she asked her team, what do you want to accomplish personally in the next year? And with that, she wraps into her goal planning, helping her team to accomplish what they want, right? If they want to help save for a, a house, okay, let's create certain goals that we can get you the extra bonuses or whatever to be able to put a little bit of extra money away towards that house, whatever it might be, right? If it's maybe that they want to take a real vacation, right? Okay, well, let's make sure that you get the time blocking to be able to say you need to actually go on that real vacation somewhere, right? Um, Or even if it's just to take real time off. And because a lot of people just don't take the time off. Um, Like me, uh, But really dig deep with your team. Really dig deep with you. What do you want? If we're a business owner, even if we work for agencies, even if we work for carriers, by asking for what we want, we can get it. But we can't ask for what we want if we're running a mindless game where we don't know what we want. And we don't pursue it. And we don't ask questions. And if we don't take the effort to do what it's going to take 
to get there. I know if you've listened to my podcast, I have a little bit of a voice issue, right? Some weeks it's super grainy, some weeks it's super, super off. I ended up with a little nodule on the end of my finger this year. Got it looked at a couple weeks ago. Ends up I have rheumatoid arthritis, beginning of rheumatoid arthritis, and I'm only 48, so shoot me now. But one of the side effects of rheumatoid arthritis is dehydrated vocal cords, and that rheumatoid arthritis can also be on your vocal cords. So I've I've been testing different things, not just this past week, but over the course of the last couple of months, because I've recognized that if the more caffeine I drink or sodas mainly, um, the more it affects me. So I've actually incorporated different um, herbal teas, not caffeine-oriented teas, but more of an Ayurvedic um, herbal tea that I actually make every morning straight from spices, not from a tea bag, so no caffeine, a little bit of cardamom, cayenne, cinnamon, um, some ajua seeds, something like that, and um, ginger. And I put a little bit of honey in there too because I'm a sweets person. So that has worked really well for me. I don't know if y'all can hear the difference, but I can. Um, that has worked really, really well for me. So create these goals. I want to sound better. I want to be better. Um, and I don't want to have long-term voice issues. So what do I do? I have to get the help I need. Then I have to do what I need to do to be able to achieve the goals I have. And I'm going to take that and say that in 2022, when we create these goals, our job is to say, what do we want? What maybe is working? What maybe is not working? How can I get help with the things that maybe we need help with? And how can I celebrate the things that I need to celebrate that I've done really, really well with and that I'm really, really strong in? And then we need to say, what do I need to do to up my game, to up who I am and what I bring to the table as a human being, as a whatever my role is in my job, whatever my role is in my community? How do I step that game up? to be better in 2022. And let's look at that as a learning process, not as a failure and a success process, okay? And I really would love for everybody to really seek out various opportunities, whether or not you love TED Talks, whether or not you love agency performance partners. I love how Kelly Donahue Pirro always says, uh, uh, always says to eat the frog, get the things you've done in the morning that you don't wanna necessarily do get them over with. I love that. Um, I need to do more of that. I love, uh, you know, David Carruthers and his podcast. I listen to it all the time. He's a personal friend. I will reach out to him if I have questions. Um, I personally am good friends with, he calls me big sister. I call him little brother, James Jenkins out there. He has a great podcast specifically on going from captive to independent and the insurance world. Jason Cass, absolutely love him and his network. But find people that are your tribe. I love, like I've mentioned today, I love um, amazing women in this industry. Beth De La Forest, um, Lisa Hengel, uh, just Kai Smith, Ashley Mastowski, just Sherilyn. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are so many people that I can tell you Joan Curtis, so many people who I do life with, who I don't have to see on a regular basis. We literally live all over the country. We've literally met in a Facebook group. But when we need something, we have challenges, when we have struggles, when we have joys, we will text or message each other on Facebook or or message each other on text. And they we do life together. And that has been a huge 
thing this past year too is the community that I feel like I've been able to be surrounded by, not only because of my son's passing, which was phenomenal, but also just this past year with growth, with holding me accountable, with um, all of that. I think if you want to hear a great podcast, go back to the um, podcast we did on um, me and this these ladies. We have a little group we call the we call ourselves the Executive Tribe. We kind of came up with our own little group. We do different topics all the time, but one of those was imposter syndrome. And I said, this is such a great conversation. Let's go on the podcast and record it. Um, We've had so many great moments of learning this year. I feel so blessed, even in the midst of a massive amount of loss this year. Um, My son is and was the light of my life with my daughter and a great podcast was the one I did with them and what it was like growing up with me as their mom. Uh, we did that Thanksgiving of 2020 and I cannot listen to it right now, but I will go back at some point and do so. But I am so blessed by the community that we have, by the team that I have, um, by the book of business that I have. And I am so blessed by the intentional way that I built my business that I can say this past year has been a huge success. I did not achieve all my goals. In fact, I'd probably say that I achieved probably 60% of my goals um, that I set last year. Um, And I can tell you right now, October 15th, I am not in hot pursuit to be able to make it to the finish line to be able to achieve those by the end of the year. I don't have the emotional strength or the emotional energy. With that, I'm okay and I'm happy with it. And I want you that whatever life brings your way to say that at the end of the day, you did your best. You brought your best to the table. And at the end of the year, at the end of the month, at the end of the quarter, we can say we've done our best and maybe we need to move some things to the next quarter, right? Um, and that's what we have to do because this is a marathon, Everything's a marathon. Life is a marathon, right? Um, I will tell you just a quick uh, shout out. I did actually get super overwhelmed by some of my goals this year. And I actually subscribed to monday.com. And that has allowed me to put all the things as an agency owner that are not client-based into what they have is called, they call them workspaces. And then I can track where I am with each project and then say, maybe I'm working on this or I'm trying to make contact with this person or I'm, um, you know, uh, this is done kind of thing. You can put links to things in your Dropbox. If you're working on certain projects, you can track how much money you're spending on the various projects. Highly recommend it. If you have a lot of projects that are not client-based or even personal stuff, it's about uh, $25 a month. Um, and it actually has a ton of different types of workspaces. If you're doing social media, if you're doing personal projects that has saved me this year, saved me. Seriously. So I highly recommend looking at that as well. But with that, that's part of it too, is looking at the things that you've accomplished and patting yourself on the back rather than flogging yourself, right? Don't look at the things that we didn't accomplish. Look at the triumphs that we've accomplished over the years. Look at your children. Look at your people. Look at your spouse. Look at your community and love them. Because you are touching lives. You're doing amazing things. And you bring an amazing amount to the table 
even if certain people don't vibe with your mojo, that's okay. They don't have to. Even if they say things about you that aren't right, that aren't correct. Remember, when people say things, say things, say things out of their own perception, they don't always take into consideration the entire story. And if we can approach things with love and a calm approach of loving every moment and saying, where can I improve? And being open to that growth, maybe even with that person, if that person is willing to stay in community with you, then we are successful. If that person chooses to not be in community with you and chooses to go off on their own, remember they take their experience with you. They may or may not be seeing things from an objective area, okay? Or from an objective way they're... I call it licking wounds, okay? They're, they're off licking their own wounds, right? They're licking at their wound. They're licking their wound. Oh, my wound hurts. Oh, my wound stings. Oh, let me lick it a little bit more, right? But they are not going back to whatever it was that hurt them and say, did I run into that axe or did that axe run into me, right? Um, you know, all I know is that the axe hurt me. And they go off and they take their hurt and they say, oh, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. But they don't go back to the axe and say, do we need to move the axe? Do we need to fix the axe? Do we need to put tape on the axe? How can we fix the problem? They just run off and lick their wounds. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that because I think we've all been there in our lives. But don't let that define us and don't let that derail us and don't let that become a flogging type situation. And I use the word flogging because I think of it as a very um, um, painful self-inflicted way that we talk badly to ourselves sometimes. But I just encourage you guys to seek out the things you've done well this year. Seek out the ways that you can grow. Seek out the ways that you can love. Seek out the ways that you can encourage your team. Encourage yourself. Encourage the others that you're around, your community, and make 2022 an even better year. Not just for you, but for everybody around you. I feel like I've been preaching. <laughs> I also want to be able to extend out a huge thank you to the insurance community over the course of last month. I've received so much love from the insurance community. Men, women, agency owners, team members. People who work for carriers. That I am astounded by this community. This community is so full of love. That we need to take those moments. When people are in that moment of grace. And we need to look at those. And we need to absorb that. Remember it. And love it. So today I tell you. That thank you so much for being a part of the Power Women in Insurance community. Thank you for giving to other women and other men in your community. And today I tell you, thank you for loving me and my family. And thank you for making a difference in the lives of the insurance community today and tomorrow. Everybody, until next time, 
I'll talk to you soon. Remember to be able to watch another episode or listen to another episode every single Wednesday. We do publish another powerful woman's uh, conversation every single Wednesday. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts. Um, we also are a part of the agency intelligence platform, which we're honored to be able to be a part of. Join us as we make the world safe for democracy and for other insurance professionals in our lives. Have an amazing week. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you've got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.